Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews and the seventh episode in this series, In the Minds of Musicians, How They Are Coping with the Quarantine. I include one original song at the end of each episode. All songs are copyright and may not be used or reproduced in any way without written permission from the artist. I am your host, Mary Jensen. Today I talk with Maida, an international recording artist, singer, and songwriter from Germany. Maida is a new upcoming sensation in the American scene, and her unique vocal styling has been compared to Melissa Etheridge, for which Maida performs a tribute in her live performances. Maida's high energy on stage has a mesmerizing ability to capture the audience's attention, leaving her fans wanting more. As a result of being contacted by the Grammy Award-winning producer, Mitch Dane, nominated for working with bands such as Jars of Clay, Maida went on a journey to the USA that landed her in Nashville, Tennessee, in Mitch's recording studio. Hello, Maida. This is Mary Jensen with the podcast. Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews. Hello, everyone. So, Maida, how are you doing? How is the weather in Germany? Um, let me see. You know, I'm I'm always struggling with this. Um, Fahrenheit. We have Celsius. You know, we have an iPhone for, for it. So it is about seventy three degree outside. You know? Oh, okay. It is. It is very nice. It's nice and pretty and yeah. So, but tomorrow it will be. It's going down to thirty. Thirty. <coughs> sorry, thirty three on Monday at night. You know. And yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Sounds a lot like our weather. We'll have a couple of really, really nice days and then winter days again. And it just takes a while for spring to come and stick around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You were contacted by Grammy Award winning producer Mitch Dane that landed you in this recording studio in Nashville. Please share how the initial contact came about and your experience in Nashville. Well, this was very funny because, um, you know, Jerry uh, Miller, she, she lives in Valdosta in Georgia, and she was contacted me over Facebook. And what she did was, you have to come to the U.S., you have to play, people will love you here. And, you know, it's very different, the, the American uh, music, you know, live music world instead of Germany. So, and what she did was, see, she opened an Instagram account on my name, Secret. Oh, she I did? Didn't, I didn't know this. So, and she was, you know, share it for, you know, what you're doing. And uh, one day um, she said, you got a, you got an email from, from a producer in Nashville. I said, what? You know? And so that's how it ended up. I have no idea why he contacted me. You know, the first time. Yeah. But, wow, and, and that's then, interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jerry, she she did an amazing job. She was sharing pictures, video, you know, from the music part. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were at Mitch uh, Sputnik's uh, studio, um, we asked him, and he said, well, I like, you know, your music, your style, and, you know, that's why I contacted you. And it was so funny because the World Wide Web, you know, it's like you get connected so, so global. It's yeah. Funny. Yeah. So he must go on like Instagram and stuff, kind of like scouting. 
and he came across you and he really liked you. That is really awesome. You know, to be picked out of like so many people in the world, you know, that you're awesome. If he, you know, you got a producer that has contacted you. That's really great. I mean, in the the beginning I, I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what what he will, you know, because uh, in the in the in the past, a lot of people already contacted me and you know, writing and said, yeah, maybe it's just one of the other. You know what I mean? So and then it went back and forth, and I was uh, looking on his website, and then what Grammy Award winning producer studio? What you know? It's like. I think it's a fake, you know, and but yeah, it wasn't. You it see, was really funny. yeah, you thought it was too good to be true, and he's worked with some big names, right? Um, yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, maybe you know all the names over there when you go on his website. So, but the jaws of clay. So yeah. I didn't know this band, but um, it was very popular in the past in in, in the U.S. You know, and mm-hmm. that's where he got the Grammy on her. Uh, studio album from Jazz of Clay. So I didn't know them, but you know, I'm in Germany, far away from America. Right. And so now, how has that experience led you to become a growing sensation in the United States? Because I know you've played down in down in Florida at at um at Punkies for one place, yeah. right? I yeah, love yeah, that like, place. So how did that all come about now? Like you, you're getting very popular over here. I think. Well, it, it is, it is Jerry's fault. It's, I will blame it on her. It's all. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm very thankful for it. She, she was seeing, or is she seeing something in me? And, um, it, I said, what, I'm just playing a little bit of music, you know. No, people will love you. I said, yeah, well, yeah, I will arrange something. When you come over, we will do a little tour and stuff. I said, well, do what you want, you know, something like this. And she contacted some prides, other bands pride, and, you know, so, and we did a tour, a little tour. Mm-hmm. And I showed up and I just played as a, as a guest over there. So, and it was it was amazing, you know, and that's how it ended up in in, in um, St. Petersburg, in in, in uh, Valdoster, some some places where we were traveling, and I was playing, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. And then once you play a couple of places, more people hear you. You get you know other gigs probably from that, and so that's awesome. I love it, and I can't wait to see you live. I'm hoping yeah. you're gonna be because. Well, you know, I live in Massachusetts, but I do go go down to Florida occasionally just for vacation, Um, like for the Melissa Etheridge cruises. There's just so many artists that they're always playing at Punkies. It's just such a great place for live music. I can't wait to get down there. And it's warmer. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe I'll catch you somewhere. For me, it was a different, completely different new experience because we don't have something like this in germany you know it's our life situation is more like um you go to work uh you you come home you go to the grocery store you come home you cook with family you're eating you know you're eating food and everything at home you don't go really out and that's how we live here so we don't have that many bars uh where live music is playing so we have some 
some rare festivals, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, um, there you have live music, but not the same like you have over there. And I was quite impressed about how this feeling is. And a lot of people are there, they enjoy it and they love listening to music, no matter if there's a band, just one person with a guitar, or you do something else. Mm -hmm. It's just being there, hanging out. Some people came right from the workplace in work clothes. I said, what? You know, it's like... (laughs) A crazy world it is i love it i love it it's it's very cool and this is something i really miss in germany so mm-hmm. do you yeah. think you would ever move to the u.s for that reason um well i mean i have two good jobs you know and yeah. it's not so easy to quit a job kind of position what i have here and of course i'm not a u.s citizen right so yeah the the problem to get permit and, and you know it's everything it's it's not so easy like, right it's not like from, from georgia to florida moving you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. different yeah definitely it's a big process and everything a lot to take into consideration but you know maybe down the road i mean at least you can you can come here and visit and do shows and and stuff like yeah. that so that's awesome now has this boosted your career like overall how has that worked oh i mean i know it's hard because like you were just saying germany is so different so it is very different and the that's why on facebook or instagram i'm trying you know i'm talking always in english because most people who following me or like me are from different countries not really from germany i have some of course but it is maybe 80 percent is from you know other countries yeah it would be cool to get more opportunity in germany and and you know but and i don't do uh um, uh, german music you know i'm singing in english Mm -hmm. not er not everyone in germany is speaking or understanding english that we have on radio stations, there are a lot of music in English running, but they don't know really what the the what the the message of the song. They don't understand it. Right. <laughs> it's not listening to the to the the beat and you know the melody. And yeah. some of them, of course, some of them understand it, but it is it's not like everyone is speaking English. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they like the music and the sound of the mm-hmm. voice and stuff, but they don't know what the, what the artist is singing about. The so. same was with me for maybe I started really learning English. I had it in, in school. It was uh, 25 years ago, but um, I started really uh, with the English for seven years, you know, and I'm not perfect. I'm struggling still. Um, but you know, that's I, I Melissa Etheridge. The first time I noticed her really was in two thousand two three. I didn't know her before, and then it's like, oh, oh, I like it, I like it, you know. But I had no idea what she was singing. So <laughs> right until you learned it. Yeah. So that brings us to our next question: that you have an amazing story that came out of a terrible tragedy in two thousand and two. So if you want to share about how you discovered music and the reason you always do Melissa Etheridge tributes at the end of your shows. Yeah, sure. Um, 
I, you know, with music followed me my whole life. You know, when you start in school with a flu and, you know, when you grew up and I, I played a little bit piano, but it wasn't that funny for me. I started then uh, in the orchestra uh, playing drums and I did it for a couple of years. And then uh, in, uh, what was it, 1994, I started uh, to my job training police academy. And uh, so I had done a little apartment. I couldn't play drums anymore. It was too loud, you know. And yeah. I was searching for something else. And I bought my first guitar. But I didn't really pay attention to it. And I, I, I sold it again. So and in 2002, of course, I, I, uh, I'm a police officer. And we had the uh, bad school shooting here in Germany. And, uh, yeah, I was on the scene there. You know, and I was in the school and of course it was terrible and I had to deal more with the, uh, I mean, I'm used to see bad people, you know, and that's not really bothering me, but the situation I was in there, you know, under your, your, your life, um, uh, you know, you fear that someone will kill you and shoot you. Yeah. And it was more than 40, 45 minutes, you know. Being in the school, not knowing what was going on, and um, you know, and that that was the problem I had to deal with. Mm-hmm. So, and I, you know, it's like, hey, you're tough, you're women, you're police officer, you have to deal with this. And um, it took me more than one year, and then it, you know, you change something, your life changes, and yeah, it was a PTSD, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I did something against, you know, the psychologist therapy and stuff. So, and then it was, I don't know, I, I found the music back, you know. I um, I bought me a guitar. My cousin, he worked in a, in a music industry, uh, and he bought me a 12-string guitar. I wanted to have a 12-string. Okay, I got my first 12-string guitar and started with a music book like everyone is doing with some chords and then I wanted to yeah I wanted to find a, a band and we had a, a a meeting with some guys and I was playing and and they said well the keyboard player said you sounds you look like and you're playing like Melissa Etheridge it was in 2002 mm-hmm. and I said uh, sorry, who is that <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I really I I had no idea and he said well okay Next time when we meet, uh, I will bring you a CD. And he gave me the first CD of her. And I was putting it in the CD player. And it was like, holy moly, that's, that's what I was looking for. You know, I thought, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and from this point, um, I studied. I was, you know, over the internet, YouTube, finding everything from her, watching her your concerts or little clips looking what she's doing with the hands especially on like the way i do i wanted to play this song oh yeah and it was back and forth slow motion back and forth and then i got it so and this or her music because i liked it and i it helped me over this ptsd and i found back to life my you know and that's why i'm very thankful for this you know her mm-hmm. music helped me and that's why i'm doing a tribute and it's for me it's important i'm not melissa Etheridge, you know 
it's just the kind of way they thank you. Yeah. I feel I feel honest to are able to play her songs. Mm-hmm. You know. But I, I'm I'm not Melissa Etheridge. I don't want to be her. It's just a tribute. Yeah, so, so it's your way of saying thank you because it sounds like she her music and everything really helped you a lot and, and saved you, you know, in a way. And so I really appreciate you sharing this story because I'm sure it's not easy talking about what happened, you know, the itself, what the shooting itself. Yeah, but nowadays it's fine, you know, it's a little bit. It's easier. Healing, of course. Mm -hmm. You you have always in your life the scars, you're wearing it, you know, but time is, you know, it's covering it a little bit. Now, have you ever met Melissa or seen her shows or anything? No. No? No, I mean, I went to a concert in Berlin okay. once in my life. Yeah. That's all. Wow. So she doesn't know about this story. She doesn't know about all of this. I'm I mean, not sure. I mean, as far as you know. Yeah, she's very famous. And I know that, I mean, Jerry Miller, she opened a Twitter account for me too. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the last, was it last year or the... I think it was last year. Uh, Melissa Edwards uh, uh, tweeted, thank you, uh, not thank you, sorry, um, um, happy birthday on my birthday in July. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I think she she knows me, but I don't know if she knows all my story. Right. So maybe one day I would l- like just to say thank you, you know, that's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, so. maybe, yeah, you'll get to meet her someday and, and tell her how you feel and, you know. The Melissa Etheridge cruises, I would think it would be so awesome if you were ever on one. And I think you should be. I think you I think you would have an awesome time. And I don't know if you know that she always has, well, the past couple cruises, she has like a contest sort of thing for musicians. Yeah, I know. We applied for it. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. And it was in March or something. And... Uh... Yeah, I I mean, I don't have many own songs. Of course, I'm working on it. Right. And, uh, and right now I'm working on playing some other songs because if I can't play her songs on the cruise, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know. That's the only thing, right? I'm sure that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, but yeah, that's okay. That's okay, you know. And uh, yeah, we will see. But right now, I think it's about the this kind of COVID, you know. I, yeah. Here in in Germany, everything is right now shut down with festivals and everything till the thirty uh, first of August. Wow! So, yeah. So maybe maybe longer. So I I don't know if the cruise will ever happen. Be happen this year, you know? Right. Yeah. We don't know. COVID. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know that's up in the air. So far, they haven't canceled it, and. I mean, it's not till the end of October, but like you said, you don't know. Like here, um, some of the states have started kind of opening things, which I don't agree with. I don't think we're ready. I just think it's going to send us back into a big, you know, back to the beginning. But I still don't think, I don't know. That's my opinion. I don't think we're ready for that. I mean, we we did it uh, this week here, you know, in Germany. Some, you know, the stores are back open, and there are strict regulations. You have to wear a mask. You have mm-hmm. to get a card for holding distance and everything. And just, we will see if if this will help. And um, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. So you had you had your grocery stores and stuff were closed? No, the grocery store were uh, all time open. Okay, yeah, same but, here. But the other stores like uh we have kind of, it's called Media Market, it's like Best Buy over yeah. there. You know, this kind of electronic stores and stuff, they were closed. Yeah. They, now they are open again. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, so that was like another question too to see, you know, what it was, you know, what it's like in Germany right now with the COVID. And so, um, so you're a paramedic and a police officer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so you do. You have two two jobs there, plus your music. And so, what is the protocol for staying safe working on the front line there? Uh, well, um. I, you know, it's something like, sometimes it's like you, you think about, is it really real? Because you can't see the COVID. Yeah. And and what you're doing is, you know, you're wearing the mask uh, all time, gloves, and you're protecting yourself as a police officer or as a paramedic. It's the same. Every 911, we go on, we have the mask, gloves, glasses, everything on. Mm -hmm. So, but right now it is, it is fine. I... I never had a situation right now where a patient or a person who had COVID right now. Yeah. But we, we that's the only thing what we do now. We're protecting ourselves. Right. Uh, all we can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just keep plugging along, doing what you're supposed to do, and you should be fine. But, yeah, it to me, it's like it's surreal, this whole thing. Like, is this really happening? You know, like you said, because you can't see it. It's yeah. not like you see people just like sick walking around and what's scary too is like it doesn't show up right away you know like yeah. anybody could have it for days before they even know and they're out and about and exactly. we don't know a lot about the disease so yeah. I don't know we'll see what happens but so what are you doing musically during the quarantine I know you've been on Facebook doing some live shows or live streams yeah, well, I, I, you know, of course, um, I was kind of on call when I was at home, and uh, I started to write a little a new song, my own song, and we did some kind of projects with uh, friends. We did this kind of cover with nine, nine to five from uh, um, Dolly Parton, and yeah. it was like, okay, we couldn't meet together because it wasn't allowed. So, but, and yeah. then the friends, they said, okay, let's do a song together on the internet. They said, yeah, okay, how, how you want to do it? And, oh, this way, this way, you record it first, you send it over to us, we will record ours on, we put it together. I said, that would be cool if we would do it international. So, and that's why a friend of mine in Netherlands, uh, Joe, I, I contacted her, she's a bass player, I said, you want to like join there? Yeah. And I called Chick in uh, in Florida, uh, you know, St. Petersburg. She's living there and playing music. And she said, yeah, too. And we did a kind of project together. Just mu music goes around the world or something. Okay. And it was very funny, you know. And, yeah, I didn't do really m much. Of course, then I, uh, you know, I learned some new other cover songs, playing. Yeah. 
there's every day I do a little bit of music. So yeah, that's good. Keep yourself polished up and ready to go. So <laughs> yeah, so right now I know it's tough trying to plan what and when you can do things such as recording and doing live shows and stuff. So what is on the horizon for you as a musician when things do go back to normal? Do you have like plans? For coming to the U.S. to do some shows or um, of course. recording, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want wanted to come this month over there, you know, but everything is got canceled. Yeah. So I I want to come over in October if it's possible. Right. Of course, and some friends, musician friends too, you know, they it's like, hey, let's do something together. Let's play together. Let's do a show together. Yeah, and we have kind of plans that are not really concrete, you know, not 100% planned right now. Right. But of course, meeting friends over there, having a funny time and doing play, playing a little bit of music, of course. So in October, you so is that going to be around the end of October, around the cruise time, or you don't? Yeah, it will be around the cruise time. Yeah, if, you know, we will see if it, I get it, or I can come over there. With the planes right, right. now, yeah. no plane flying over there. So. Right, yeah. So it's all up in the air, but that's your plan if if it's possible to do that. And yeah. so you'll be down in St. Pete area if if you can do that. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm sure. gonna be looking for you. Let me tell you that yeah. if because I'll be down there for the cruise, like three days before the cruise. So if it all is able to happen. And everything, um, yeah, I'll be looking for you because I just, I just love your voice and your music. Yeah. And my favorite song so far that you do original is "Miracles." What was your inspiration for that song? Um, it was like, um, of course, I. It's like I want to do a new song, and I had a, a melody in my head and some chords and a good kind of rhythm. And I'm not a non-native speaker in English. So it's always a little bit hard to, to find the right words. Mm -hmm. And I I, uh, I met a guy, you know, the former bass player from Ike and Tina Turner. He's living here in Germany. And I got in contact with him and he said, oh, come over. We will write a song together. Oh, wow. So, and what I did was I just, I told him, I want to write about situation in, in life. You know, everyone is struggling, and sometimes you you think about every day why why is it why it happened to me why I'm down you know why I feel like I feel depressed or something else you know life isn't always easy, but yeah. at least it is a message like just move on no matter what you will see it will come a better time it will come sunshine to your life again and it's worth every day to be thankful, to be on the world, you know, and everyone has these hard times. Right. If you're losing a family member or something else, it's hard. Life is hard. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what something, you know, don't stop believing in it. Move yeah. on and, and you're not alone in the world with this kind of feelings. And that's my, was my inspiration to it. And I explained it to him. And we met together and we came up with this kind of story lyrics. So that was my inspiration to Miracles. Everybody has hard times and sometimes you don't feel like you're going to get through it or you, you want to give up. But just 
don't give up, move on, you know, keep going and things do get better. And even with this COVID, that's why I think this is like the perfect song to play at the end of this episode, um, because it's just so fitting, I think, because I'm sure, you know, it's been two, three months now. And I know people are probably just starting to get you know, depressed and is this going to end? When am I going to be able to go to the beach and just whatever, you know, to be able to get back to normal life. And it's probably a struggle for a lot of people. And so I think this song is perfect for that. We'll have your single miracles coming up right at the end of this episode. But first, um, could you talk about your inspiration for your single last call? I wrote this song uh was you know um i i i did um vacation days in mexico beach we were we were sitting there in uh, in this kind of apartment at mexico beach it was beautiful and of course uh, a friend of mine was with us and um he had a guitar he's a very good guitar player too so and it, it went back and forth and we came up with this song you know, it was like I played something, he played something, and then it was word to word, and it, I don't know, it was, it happened, you know, yeah. and and then it was like um, we, it was yeah, right before we went to Nashville, and for to Mitch to record a, a different, completely different other song, Nolly was planned, and it was. Uh, when we left Mexico Beach one week later, um, the hurricane destroyed everything down there. You know, yeah, yeah. it was horrible. And you know, the last call right now when I sing it, I mention it to you know, last call. It's I was there in a in a in a really cool restaurant, and I was there in 2019 and visit there the place it's not there anymore you know and kind of i don't know it's it happened i i can't really say i, I want to play and sit down or write some 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 uh, special uh, thing yeah it happened nowadays i think about okay the hurricane everything got destroyed last call and that's my memories to it you know yeah, that's a great story. Like, because you know, a lot of times people they they kind of know what they want to do for a song. Not always, though. A lot of times, it probably does happen that way. And I think that's so cool because you just like you were just struck with it, and you just went with it, and a great song came out of it, and you weren't planning on it or anything. So I yeah. think that's really cool. Is there anything else you would like to add to the interview today? You know, if I I wouldn't be on this position, what I'm being now, not not everyone would get to know me if there wouldn't be Jerry Oni Miller and Essie. You know, Essie is doing a mm-hmm. fan page. Yeah, you know, she's amazing. I I have to met her, uh, but right now we can't we can't. But um, if she wasn't, you know, doing this and stuff, nobody would you know know me and and everything. So. I'm just, I'm very thankful for all people I, I'm meeting or met or will meet in the in the future. And I like to meet people. What I really like is getting stories, life stories. Everyone has a little life stories and I'm, I'm always interested in it. So that's, that's, I hope I, we can do this year again, you know, meeting people. Yeah, so definitely. I, 
And of course, I have to thank Essie, you know, and, and Jerry. So <clears throat> without them, no, I, I think I wouldn't be so present on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing you hopefully in October down there in, in St. Pete's and that area. And thank you so much for this interview. It was a pleasure to meet you and, and get to talk with you. And I can't wait to hear more new music from you. Yeah. Thank you very much for contacting me. All right. Well, you take care and stay safe and hopefully we'll see you in October. Yeah, you too. And, and all the other people too, you know, stay safe, be healthy. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Here is Maida singing her song, Miracles. Every day and every night, every night. Look around.
Again, that was Maida singing her song, Miracles. And I wanted to mention that since we recorded this episode, the Melissa Etheridge Cruise has been postponed until November of t- next year, so November 2021. You can check out my website at entertainment-source.com. There you will find all the musicians from this series, including their social media links. Entertainment Source Interviews is an Entertainment Source production. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and where you listen to your podcasts. You can follow Entertainment Source Interviews on Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to make a donation to our tip jar, you can find the link in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. Check out my other podcast, It's Just a Ghost.